welcome everyone to Butterflies and Bravery. Yes, welcome. We were sick last week. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's right. That's right. We were, and we like we didn't give anybody a heads up. We weren't like, oh, we're we're not putting out nothing. It was just like radio silence from us. So yes, that's because we were I was both <laughs> sick. I think you very were very sick. Yeah, I think you were way more sick than me because I was. You I'm know, still. Yeah, you're still recovering yeah. a little bit. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I'm I sorry. still have the congestion and stuffiness, and I'm still like <laughs> tired and all that stuff. I was, oh man, I was, ooh, it was a bad one. Yeah, I was like, couldn't even open my eyes for, I don't know, I had a fever for quite a few days, and I was like practically immobilized. Eesh. Tim actually what? took really good care of me. He made me homemade Aww. chicken noodle soup. And fed it to me. That's all I wanted was chicken noodles. Right. When I'm not feeling, I usually like, I just want orange juice. That's my thing that I want. Yeah. Strange. I could have probably used some orange juice, but I didn't really think about anything. (laughs) I was just like, well, I was like like a half dead. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) One of my friend's husband died from it so he what? got sick with it from with- this flu that's been going around here yeah so so, oh, what, so he like got recently sick. yeah yeah like two days ago oh my god holy shit. yesterday yeah yeah oh my god. Day before mother's day or on mother's day i don't know but yeah yeah he was sick at home with the flu and he had pneumonia and she checked on him and one hour later went back and he was dead Oh and my he's god. only like 37, 30, oh my god. 37 years old. Oh my god. That's horrific. Yeah. Oh my god. That must have been t- Yeah. It was severe. I was severely ill. I was well, extremely ill. Yeah, I I, I know. I, I I my oldest son when he was young, he got so sick that I was I thought we were going to lose him too like he couldn't move and uh, I I think that it's yeah. It's it's very frightening when you see people in that place where it's that you're that sick but yeah. but that's horrible it's horrible to that because i don't they think were anybody... gonna get married and <gasps> and oh, on the 27th of this month are you yeah. serious he yeah. died two weeks before the yeah yeah and she's the Fuck. one that found him too and everything yeah no that yeah, that's 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 some hardcore uh fuck. Ouch. Can I move please? <laughs> I don't want to go back in that room again. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Yeah. yeah. Oh know, my god. I feel, it's, I feel really bad for them. Uh, yeah. Uh, me fuck me too. And that yeah. makes me think that makes me so much more thankful you you're here then. Yeah, I didn't die. Tim was worried about me for a couple of days because I was just like <laughs> laying there, pretty much just vegetative, just like I couldn't. Yeah. I didn't hardly stay awake for more than two or three hours at a time. Yeah, I was just sleeping. And I, yeah, because I and when I when we talked, I was like, "Hey, do because we we have a couple of inter- we have a couple of, of episodes recorded and ready to go out." Yeah. So I was like, "Hey, what are you doing? What do you think about this week?" And you're like, "Well, <laughs> you're you're so sick at that point." And you said, I, "I'll see if I can do some editing." And then 
you couldn't. And so I said, okay, let's just take, let's just take, we'll skip this week. Like we're, we're set with the, not, we can't do this this week. And then yeah. I didn't, and then that was pretty much, I think, I, I don't think you even answered me on that one. <laughs> So I was like, I okay, couldn't. She, yeah, you. Yeah, I mean, no, I didn't. Really I didn't even look sick. at Facebook for two or three days. <laughs> like I was too sick to look at Facebook. I'm too sick to answer my messages. Like people texted me, and I was just like, uh, uh, I'm sick. <laughs> like I couldn't even hardly see. I was just, I couldn't concentrate on oh anything. So it was, it was terrible. It was horrible. I haven't been that sick in since. Yeah. Normally I can do something. Yeah, you push through it. Yeah, no, I know. I know. Or I can, yeah, I can look at my phone. Jeez. <laughs> did you get a COVID test? Did you, did you guys think it's COVID or it's, you're, you said it's going around. There's a flu going around. There is a flu going around, but I okay. got the flu shot. I have both of my COVID vaccines. Yeah. We just talked to Tim's doctor like two weeks ago because he goes in every three months. Yeah. And he said, that he's waiting to get the booster shot and that he thinks that he told his parents also that they should probably wait because it's a not so sure thing right now. Mm. And so I didn't get my booster shot, but I did get the first two doses and I got my flu shot. Yeah. So I don't know what it is either. I did, get, <laughs> but I didn't have the, I can't smell. I can't taste all of that kind of stuff. I just felt like a dead person. Yeah. So sound more like a flu. Yeah. It, yeah. It was gnarly. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm so glad you're back. I'm so glad that you yeah. at least back here enough to do this episode because yeah, this episode is very important. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, at this moment that we're recording right now, we're a couple days away from our official birthday. <laughs> Butterflies and Braveries, one year birthday, one year anniversary uh, is coming uh, up <laughs> May 12th. May 12th, yay! We turned one. Happy birthday to us. <laughs> yay! Happy birthday! It's, it's, <laughs> been a, it's been a fantastic and crazy journey. Yeah. I remember back to when when we started it, there was a lot of just, let's just jump. Let's just jump. And I definitely didn't have any expectations about what it was going to look like. I had hopes, of course. I had, I had all kinds of hopes. But we were, like, we had no backing. We had no investment. We had nothing that now that, like, We've been in the podcasting world in, over the past year. A lot of the new podcasts or the or the podcasts that are up now, we've heard a lot of times they have some sort of investment. They have some sort of money to put into it. There's some sort of, I don't know, pre-marketing. Not us. We were just like, oh, cool. We bought our microphones. <laughs> we chose our software, Lee, too, and we just jumped and said, okay, and we put it out there. And yeah, and here we are. And I, I, I think I wouldn't be human if I didn't say that. I really, I wished for some sort of, we blew up the internet kind of gone viral kind of reaction. Like, of course, like I said, I'm human. That would have been awesome. But at, at the same time, looking back, I think it's perfect. I think it's perfect the way that we've grown. I think it's perfect the the direction that we've had. Like We, we had initial vision and I think that we've stuck in many ways, that initial vision, but we've also felt the nudge and the flow of d the direction, you know, that our guests lead us on. I'd say I'm very, I'm grateful and honored 
to every single one of our listeners, anyone that's ever tuned in, even just once. <laughs> I'm grateful for all of that and I and honored. Um, but I'm also, yeah, I'm, I think I'm proud. I'm really proud of where we are right now and what we stand for, too. The place that, that I don't want to call it like the work that we do because it's not work. This is just plain. <laughs> this is just, it's fun. This is just plain fun. It is. It's so fun. But it's also wonderful to all the guests that we've had. We've had some amazing guests. Every single one of our guests has been amazing in their own way. And, but I've, I, I didn't want to use the word, but I've felt the importance or the magnitude of the place that Butterflies and Bravery holds in what's being put out there today. When we first started our, pod, our podcast, like we had this vision of, we said we wanted to hear survivor stories. And we were talking about the survivors from any place, any way, any type. We ourselves are survivors of a cult because of that. Our initial network was also people with our background or people that have come from our cult. And so some of our early, our early guests were that. And so as time has gone on, I think we've found that we have a really important place in that, in the cult. <laughs> I don't know. No, what do you, what do you want to say? Like the, yeah, I think just the cult media that's out there. Um, it's becoming something that a lot of people are talking about more than ever before. There's an awareness now of cults and, and their, and their, their danger and what they look like and all of that. And so, we started to see in getting into this world and getting into the podcasting there, there there's a lot of podcasts out there that do tell the stories like you hear you hear the juicy details and you hear the the horror and you hear the terrible things that were done and as important as all of those stories are i think the place that we've been holding has been from a place of what next like what happens now after the fire <laughs> now comes the ashes and the phoenix that comes from there that's where a lot of our guests have come from and focused on and i think it's a super important it's a super important place and yeah i've, I've just been honored to see that's the direction that our podcast has gone and so stay on track to our vision but also, I think we've moved a little bit more solidly into the cult podcast, <laughs> right? Yeah. You know, and I'm like, yeah, let's go. Okay, we're a cult podcast because we, we, we're, we're an anti-cult podcast. Let's put it that way. <laughs> That's right. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Well, I know you've been, you've been sick a little bit um, lately, so... I don't want you to wear out your beautiful vocal cords, but yeah, they're, they're <laughs> squeaky. They've been squeaky for for a couple of weeks, actually. <laughs> it's the squeaky Jemima. Mm. Yeah. But yeah, what do you what um, do you think about the evolution of our podcast so far? <laughs> I would say, right? <laughs> I think it's perfect, just like you said, yeah. because there's two types of people, right? The people that plan <laughs> all their shit. <laughs> 
down to the last minute. I'm leaving at this time. I'm going to stay in this hotel. This car is going to pick me up here. I'm going to go there. I'm going to go here. I'm going to have dinner at this place. And then there's people that go, okay, where are you going? Going here. What are you going to do? I don't know. We'll find out when we get there. <laughs> and we're those type of people. Yeah. <laughs> We are. <laughs> we are. Mostly. And that's okay because we're like the explorers, I think, is yeah. would be a good term for it. Like the other people are the planners and we're the leave yourself open and see what happens. And I personally think that's the best way to be because if you have everything planned exactly what you're going to do, you're going to miss a lot of things along the way. It's like being on a train and not looking out the windows at any mm -hmm. stops and then just getting off at your stop. You might as well look out the window, see what's out there. Maybe you'll see something you want. Yeah. I'm a daisy picker too. So <laughs> that, I, that's, I, that's us and that's yeah. what we are. And I think the most important thing is for us to be authentic. And I believe that's what we've done. Yes. So I think we have achieved yeah. that part of our goal because I, I don't think either one of us knows how to not be authentic. <laughs> no. <laughs> I can fake it as far as, oh, I'm at work. Ha ha ha. I'm fine. I'm happy. But when it comes down to who I am and what I stand for, I may not really know, but I'm always going to be myself. I would say this. I'm the same way. I've never been one that's been good at lying or anything I, I just yeah. I, I can't do it i'm just like i'm not i'm sorry this is me and i'm and this is my fucked upness and sorry that's where it is and <laughs> don't say sorry so, yeah true that's, it is what it is it, we have to wear our scars proudly that is true that Bear is true. them with joy and yeah and i think like what you said about not being a planner and just being open i think that's what's been so good for the podcast and why it's so important is because like our podcasts are guest led. Yeah. You know, they're guest led. We are like, here's the microphone. We're just, we're just here for the editing. <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll edit out the ums and the errs and the rest is your story. And no one's going to reframe it or retell it in any way. I think that's why it's been great to not have plans or, We've even had conversations, right? We're like, oh, we should focus on this at this time. We should focus on this at that time. And then if it happens, it'd be nice. But most, it's, oh, it's, it's not happening. Now we're going this direction. Okay, sure. <laughs> Let's go this way. One thing, one thing, though, that's been really nice that's been a change for me is it's been like coming out for me. I think being on this podcast, uh, I, I start making this podcast because I'm like, I am now a proud ex cult member. I escaped, I got out and that's my past. And it's been something that often I've very, most of my life, most of the time since I've been out, I've been very wary of, showing that or allowing people to know that I was like I've got to hide it I've got to mask it I've got to I've got to pretend <laughs> and every single thing that I said I had to translate in my head like I had to translate it into a different language the language of normal people that didn't grow up in bizarro world but now I have a podcast that says exactly who I am and what my past is and where I've been in 
there's been there's just been this huge sense of relief it's just been such a relief like i i don't have to worry anymore i don't even think about it anymore i don't think about oh i got to be careful about this i've got to be careful about that and i'm like nope i'm my name's out there i'm out there oh yeah whatever google me and you'll know my past sort of a thing i don't it's that that has been very freeing for me and, and i wasn't expecting that and that's been very nice you've been pretty open in, in your world you you have a small town too right like a lot of kind of everybody knows everybody so you know that's been something you've already had that openness that people know your past type of thing pretty much yeah, yeah. for the most part but yeah. i mean I, I was in the local newspaper that's right that's right a couple times in the local newspaper and then in the lewiston clarkston not so right. local <laughs> the one that yeah, that goes to the all the universities in Idaho. Yeah, that's right. That was very cool. Yeah, what have you come across on this podcast that you like, really kind of didn't expect? I was very surprised by how similar some of the cults are. Yes. Like, ridiculously. There were details here and there that were different, but a lot of it was the same and that was a little bit surprising for me to see just how strikingly similar mm-hmm. these cults are and the characteristics and things like that that you just wouldn't necessarily yeah expect to be the same were the same and then that's when you start to realize i think how much control yeah. there there is and that that's that's a lot of how they operate is by keeping that right. kind of control on people. And also, I was surprised by how many of the younger generation, like younger than us, after they said, don't have sex with kids, I was surprised how many people were still having yeah. that happen to them. Because for some reason, in my mind, when it stopped, and I think that's because I got older. Yeah. So I was, I'm not sure if that's, I'm just trying to reason why my brain would think that. But, and realizing that was not the case at all. Yeah. That there was still a lot of really weird crap going on. And some of those homes is just ridiculous. My, (laughs) this one, I haven't verified it, but this is what I was told Mm -hmm. was that my two brothers, my younger brothers. Yeah. That are half Peruvian or Bolivian or whatever. Yeah. That they were used in kitty porn. Oh my God. That their biological father filmed them having kitty porn and put it, sold it to support the home. <sighs> yeah. Like I said, I haven't verified it, but that's what I heard from my family. Yeah. From one of my brothers that was there. So, I, yeah, <sighs> there's a lot of crap going on. Yeah. The problem is that cults create they create this environment that's just a closed circle and whatever, whatever ick (laughs) 
can come out, comes out, and then there's no escape from it. And that's what's so just like hideous. And that's what's so evil is there's no escape for, you know, victims. They don't have anybody that they can run to. They don't have a way to report it, especially the cults like us where we were isolated. You're not going to school. So you can't go to a school counselor and say, this fucked up shit is happening or help me or whatever it is. It's no, you have no one. And so that's why I think that the abuse just kept on going. It comes down to people. Once they get into power, that kind of shit just starts happening. Yeah. And yeah. So it's sad. That was another thing that surprised me was how similar the effects of trauma are no matter really what it was that happened to you. Oftentimes the feelings and the reactions that follow are very similar. Yeah. I didn't really realize that, I guess that it creates the same feelings inside. No, really no matter what happened to you, if it Mm -hmm. traumatized you, it's, there's a certain, not necessarily a certain path or whatever, but there's a certain set of feelings and stuff that tends to come along. Yes. And shame is one of those, the biggest probably things. Yeah. That, that's often what keeps people from speaking out some sort of shame, either yeah. bringing shame to their family or to themselves or to the person involved or whatever yeah. it is. Okay. Because Every single cult, every single leader of the cult or the cult's practices, they all go after the same thing. And that's your personal identity. That's your personal individualism. That's why they change your name. That's why they like they they change the way that you look. They change, you know, like all of those things are it's to it's to strip you of your identity and strip you of your independence because if you have independent thought, like you're going to, you're going to cross them. Independent thought right. is freedom, right? So that's right. what they're going to go after. That's what they strip down. When your identity and your individualism is stripped away, then all that's left is your doubt and your question. And when you don't even know who you are, of course, all you have left is, is the shame and what other people are saying about you. That you're completely bound, completely chained to be the person that everybody says you are. You have nothing of yourself to say, no, I'm this. And so that's why shame comes up. That's why people don't want to speak up is because that identity, that that freedom has been taken from them. Maybe that's one of the reasons why telling your story and telling our stories is so important because when you tell your story, you're able to see yourself in that story, even if it's horrible, even if it's <laughs> even if it's just like tragic and heartbreaking. But you see yourself in it. There you are. And you came through that and you start rebuilding your identity. You see yourself in, through all the bullshit. Speaking up and telling what happened to us and also celebrating who we are today (laughs) is so important. Yeah. When I went back to Thailand to scatter my brother's ashes, my brother, he passed away 
at the age of 36 <laughs> from cancer. It was very sudden, actually. And of those 36 years, 30 of them had been lived in Thailand. Thailand was his home. <laughs> and it's, so myself and some of my brothers, we went to Thailand to, to scatter his ashes in the, the place that he called home and the places he loved. We did this amazing, beautiful little tour throughout through the you know south of Thailand of all the places he loved, and in Bangkok and Patien. But going back to Thailand was the first time I'd been back there in the twenty some years since I left, and a lot of the sort of like really terrible, horrible child abuse and sexual abuse that I suffered happened before I came to Thailand like but everything that happened once we were in Thailand that's when the that's when the control and the really intense psychological and spiritual and emotional uh, abuse began and yeah talk about stripping down your identity and stripping away your individual it was brutal yeah and going back to Thailand I wrote something on the plane and I was saying, I'm just, I'm going to get there and I'm going to plant my feet <laughs> on that ground and say, you didn't get me. You did. I'm still here. You didn't win. I'm still here. I won. And that it was very empowering. And I really did that. I really said that. <laughs> I, I went, I stood in front of the Jumtian home, which is where so much shit happened. And I was like, you guys, you didn't win. I'm still here. And I think that is part of reclaiming your identity too. It's just, you guys didn't win. Yeah, maybe I have scars. Maybe I was wounded. Maybe I'm beat up. Maybe I'm a disaster. <laughs> But you didn't win because now I'm here and now I'm me and now I'm doing me <laughs> and I have control over myself and, and and that's really and that's really it's just a really powerful place of healing I think a really powerful place of healing is to be able to look back at the things that happened to you and look back at the at the horror and say that you didn't win I'm here. And that's yes. another reason we tell our stories, right? Yep. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Here's the quote. I found the quote that I was thinking of about why child abuse continued even after they said, no, stop it. Even after they made a rule, <laughs> which why did they have to make a rule? Tells you everything that you need to know about what was going on. The fact that they had <laughs> to say let's stop tells you everything about what was going on but it was this it was on some show i can't even remember what it was but when i heard it, it just stuck with me as like one just like a an incredible commentary just on humanity but also what happened to us and it's the quote is all mankind needs to be the monster he really is is to be told he can be and that's what happened is you had these maniacs in power, these absolutely evil people in power telling everybody else to go ahead and be that. Go ahead, you can be what you want to be. And that's why not everybody was horrible abusers 
as well because that they weren't monsters. But everybody who was a monster had free reign to go ahead and be a monster. And yeah, and there was a lot of them because unfortunately those narcissistic power hungry people who start cults attract those people. Those are the people that, that join them and their victims. That's who join the victimized and I don't know, whatever you call them. What would you call a pet the power hungry? <laughs> The victimizer. Yeah, the victimizer and the victim sent. And so, yeah, so that's why it's the same story that just keeps going round and round. The same cult, different name. <laughs> yep, exactly. That's been quite the observation I, I would say that we've had is just the similarities, the patterns. It's good to see them though and talk about them because then you're like, okay, wow. Because then you can, you can start identifying like what's going on here. What would you what would you say is different though for you today from when we started? I know it's it's, it's only been a year, but like I feel a lot of things are different. What do you? What about you? I've learned a lot. Yeah, I feel like I've progressed a lot with my mental health and my awareness and intention and. All of that kind of thing. And just generally, I feel yeah. I feel like it's, it's forcing yourself to grow, basically. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, it's like I mean- we were two lips in a bag. <laughs> we were just sitting there waiting with all of our little roots all ready to go. And all we had to yeah. do was be put in dirt and get some <laughs> water and sunshine and boom, we're flowers. We got flowers. <laughs> I feel like it's like that. Like I, I knew that this was who I was and this is where I was going. And this is the trajectory that I want to be on as far as my recovery, personal recovery. And yeah, I feel like, I feel like I've really learned a lot. It's like a prism. It's like having a prism, Mm -hmm. but getting to look at everybody else's little point of view and little yeah 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 because it's different it's completely different it's if like when someone passes away for example different people grieve them in different ways depending on the relationship that they had with them yeah and it's like that yeah i totally forgot where i was going with that It's just uh, that, that, that people's different views, different aspects, different facets, and it teaches you something. It teaches us. Yes. Something. Yes, exactly. And I feel like I've learned so many things that can help me when things are difficult because it, it, it doesn't seem to matter how long it goes between when things are not good and when things are good. There's always eventually that kind of crash and burn. I, I I never thought I'd feel this low type of feeling that you get. And like, yeah. why am I so sad? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I struggle with, and I'm sure a lot of other people do, just basically like in the back of your mind, everything's going to be bad or something horrible is going to happen. And it's just this constant, like. When's the other shoe going to drop? Yep. Yeah, just constant something. I don't know. My mind is always just <laughs> looking for something terrible to happen. Yeah, that's because we and, survival mode. But understanding what your brain is doing and why, 
mm-hmm. and then learning how to recognize it for what it is instead right. of just being like, oh God, everything's so terrible. Oh. You can sit there and be like, okay, I understand what's going on. And I, I feel like I'm more, more like well-informed. Yeah. It's almost like we're collecting information for a cheat sheet of <laughs> of healing. A cheat sheet on, on trauma recovery is really what it is. Because we're hearing everybody's different views and values and survival mechanisms and, and coping skills. Like everybody's like telling us about them. And so, yes, it's like we're, we've got a cheat sheet. <laughs> I feel, I feel honored. Oh my God. Yes. Yes. That we've had so many, so many wonderful guests that have wanted to come on and share their stories. And I think it's important because we will be completely erased if we don't say something. The things that we suffered are going to be just completely erased. Yeah. If we don't say something and it's like having... It's like having history and not writing a history book. <laughs> yeah, because uh, it's cults, especially, it's, they're so insidious. And they're just, they live below the layer. They live below a layer of visibility. So you're right. History just passes them on by. Because, yep. because there's nothing out in the open. Exactly. And that's why that's, I think this is so important that we do this because right. there needs to be a record. There needs to be a record that it's happened and that it continues to happen and that yes. it's happening all over the place. And I think the more we stand up and talk about it and speak up about it, the more inclined somebody's going to be to do something about it. Deb Donner said. Yep. Yes. Make them so uncomfortable they get up and do something. <laughs> 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 yeah. I feel like we have a lot of work to do. Like... I I want to see the statute of limitations lifted on abuse. That's something that we've got to figure out how to do that. That should ha- yep. be like a, on a federal level because it's completely unfair to the child. I talk about children having rights. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. most of the kids don't even know what's going on no, until you know. they're much yeah. older. Sometimes in their 30s or 40s or 50s even, before they realize, like, what happened to them. Yeah, right. And not even, like, realizing, but just even being, especially, like, if you're in a cult, being free to be able to go and and report. Yeah. And it's hard to talk about the painful things, but I believe it's something that has to be done. I think the best, one of the best ways to heal is to speak it, because... Yeah. In your head, it's all just jumbled up thoughts and feelings and very nondescript and nobody really understands it, not even yourself as much as you think you do. Yeah. (laughs) But then once you like write it down or speak it into reality, sometimes even just talking to yourself in the mirror can help you to sort your shit out. Sometimes what's really confusing in your brain once you start saying it, you're like, okay, wait a second. I get it now. Because you're not only just using your mind, you're starting to use your other senses too. Right, right, yeah. Which will help you to get a better picture of what's going on. <laughs> it's like you're ratifying your... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're ratifying your thoughts. Yeah, and I think that's the other thing that I feel now 
I, I felt it when we started it, but like right now, like where I am right now and just like the absolute certainty of how important it is to do this, to have this platform, to have a place to speak because we're out here for a completely different reason. We're not here to titillate the general public and to for somebody to ooh and ah and oh my God, and that's so cool or interesting or wow. And we're not here to be like, hey, look at me, look what I've done. None of that is 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 the purpose of this. It's healing, it's fixing, it's <laughs> let's make movements, let's make change. Whatever that change is, whether it's personal change or change on a bigger scale, that's what's going on here, I feel, in this in, in this podcast. And I know that also because without fail, every single time we publish a podcast that somebody has, one of our guests had, has spoken on, like the reaction is just 100% always like, I needed that. That was so important. Every single person, every single guest that we've had on here has made a difference in somebody's life that we know that, that has come back and responded to us to let us know. Imagine the people who aren't saying it. Like, so every single episode, every single guest, it's just, it's so purposeful and it's creating change. And it's that certainty that sits with me now, like more than ever before. Yeah. And let's keep going. <laughs> let's keep doing like That's who I am. And I think for me too, that one of the big changes that's happened in my life, because seriously, a year and a half ago, if you had told me that I would have decided, like I had an idea to start a podcast and went out and grabbed you <laughs> and said, we're going to podcast me as I'm always trying to hide behind a camera. I'm, I never like to speak up. I'm quiet. A lot of the times I don't even have a big presence on social media. So not only did that, did I surprise myself in being able to do that? But also now I feel like I'm finally fulfilling a dream that I've had for so many years of being able to take all the things that happened to us, all the horrible things that we went through, being able to take that and use it to make a difference. And it's finally, I'm not just someone that shit happened to, but I'm, I'm someone that's a piece of the solution now. And <laughs> there's nothing that I could have ever dreamed of more than that. And I'm not saying, and I'm not saying that it's not this, oh, it, the bad things happen to make you stronger. That It's none of that. It shouldn't have happened. But I'm taking what shouldn't have happened. And we're making it matter to the solution. Making it matter to creating safe spaces and movement and change for other survivors. And Yes. And honestly, that's just... That's been my, we, we ever, for years and years, that's all we've ever talked about. Yeah. Yep. Is, is, is what can we do for, to help to make a difference? I have, I probably have four or five different fucking domains <laughs> that 
I purchased. I've been like, okay, like maybe we can do this. Like we can make this community or maybe there's been these different things that I've, that I've always thought and tried and wanted. And, but, but it's this podcast stuck and that's just fucking amazing to me. Yes. It's amazing. And it's been so great. I don't think there's, I don't know if there's been a, been an episode that we haven't laughed and cried in. Yeah, no, I don't. <laughs> and I, I think that's a really, that's gotten really awesome. I, I, yeah. I know, I know there's people, I've, there's people in my life, friends and family that I've talked to them and they've been like, I don't know. Like I haven't listened because I'm scared that it's like going to be too much. It's going to be too much. And yeah, I wish I could, if, I wish I could tell those people, give it a try because yes, it, it's a lot, but but it's also, it's like victorious too. Every single episode, it's victorious. We're not, it's not like we're just like dragging through the mud and going, that was gross. Like, it's not like we're vomiting everywhere and not cleaning it up. <laughs> mm. <laughs> so there's just, and I, I think I, I love that about this podcast too, is that no matter what we talk about, no matter how deep and dark the th- things are, and we do, we talk about deep and dark and awful things like but there's but we never stay there every single time there's the i hate to say this but the beauty after ashes (laughs) we survived our storms and now we are becoming lighthouses for others there you go (laughs) we're still surviving the storms but that's what lighthouses do right yeah they're constantly getting battered with waves and all the horrible yes. things because they're right out there on the sea, but like they're still shining their light for all the other ships that are lost out there at the sea or yeah. could be lost. Yeah. So we're lighthouses. Me and Nico. <laughs> little lighthouses. <laughs> little lighthouses. Yeah. I think that's awesome. I did too survived our storms and now we can yeah be the lighthouses for others and still survive ours at the same time (laughs) yeah that doesn't change (laughs) no that doesn't change and then the other thing that it's been a surprise to me and like the greatest gift is also our relationship and and the way it's evolved and grown and changed over the course of this year. I was telling you that I, I know, like I've known we loved each other so much for so many years and never had any difficult, there was never anything, any, any problems. We never like ever had anything like that. And there's just like this tiny part of me that was thinking like, okay, I hope that going in on this venture together that, we don't do something to fuck up what we have in any way. And 95% of me knew it wasn't going to happen, but that 5% was like, I, but I, I hope that there isn't something. Cause we'd never done a, like a really encompassing venture like this. We ran like what, like summer camps and shit like that. We've done that together. Yeah, so and I then our, our like business coaches were like, you don't have your draft of who's going to get what and you're going to argue. And we're like, no, we're not sure enough. Every time that it's 
been any questions. It's never been yeah. like, oh no, what about me or what about this? No, it's always no. just we're very much in agreement about Yeah, always, yeah. Yeah, and anytime um on one side you're taking the other side, like supporting wise. It's like I can't do this, but you can. So like we just like constantly balance each other out in that way without yeah. even like planning. But even still, even in spite of all those things that like like I knew about us, somehow like Somehow, like, our relationship grew better. It's like, it's amazing. And like, I didn't think I could love you more, but I do love you more now. <laughs> I, 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 I thought, like, oh, this must be the pinnacle. No, there's but, more know, of me to love. <laughs> I, I do. I, like, it's been incredible. It's been incredible. And now you're such, an, like, your presence in my life, I, that's you're there always now in in this in a bigger way than I know we have distance between us, but it's a lot of times it doesn't even feel like that. Cause we're like, we're connected all the time. We're, we're constantly yeah. in, in communication and talking in, in, in such a, I think it's, I think it's also just the consistency. Like we've had times in our relationship where we've been like, had it like we're really in community like we're talking all the time for a while and then there's a lull we don't talk to you our relationship has always been like that but since starting the podcast there's just been that consistency of every single I don't, there's not a day that goes by that we're not talking to each other pretty much yeah <laughs> and it's been like that for a whole year and yeah. that has and that's just it's been so wonderful for me and it's yeah so it just feels like your presence and your presence in my life has it has become like a much bigger thing and i'm super grateful for that i'm happy for that it's been wonderful it's been so wonderful yeah that's been a fantastic gift for me at least makes me miss you more though (laughs) (laughs) that's that's true (laughs) that's true (laughs) <laughs> I'm turning 50 in July. Oh my God, that's and right. I don't have money to do go to Vegas like I would really want to do. But <laughs> I was thinking about having a party at my house, just a big party at my house. Oh my and But I was thinking if I can find a ticket on sale between now and then, I want you to come. Yeah. Maybe. Well- Maybe I could cash in my Thailand change. <laughs> I'll, ca- I'll cash in my or, Thailand or, change and pay no, for your ticket. No, no, no. Or it's your birthday. Are you fucking kidding? No. I if you're gonna if you th- you're gonna throw a fiftieth birthday party at your place, I like yes, I'll be coming. I'll figure. Yeah, out. I'm gonna like, throw a big one. And I was thinking I might as well just do like a housewarming birthday party at the same time, and then I have plenty oh of time God. to plan for it doesn't that sound like a good idea it's my 50th birthday oh my god and you you guys you guys used to throw epic fucking parties at your place yeah 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 i I, have a lot of booze uh, (laughs) already and i've got a a lot of food a lot of floor space for people to fall and crash (laughs) and i'll make sugar-free desserts and yeah definitely i'm definitely coming of course that'd be amazing that's amazing and then where else are we going with this podcast? We're going forward for all of our listeners sake. <laughs> we, we only do this in our free time. So the things that we're talking about doing and saying we are doing them, it's just taking time. We are getting our Patreon set up. We're getting merch 
ready to go. Yep. It's it takes a lot of planning and time and designing and all kinds of stuff. And we only have so much of that and so yep. much capacity. But anyways, we are working on some really cool stuff for this next year. I think one of them is really big things that we want to start as a community thing where we yep. get together twice a month and we have a uh, we have a, a an official therapy <laughs> packet for it yeah with real therapy stuff from real therapists <laughs> and but, because we want to do like a what next thing for people yes. that are just getting out of cults or people that have been out of cults and and still aren't sure how to or people that have been in high control relationship yes. all of that kind of stuff we're creating a place where we can get together a couple times a month just talk. If you want to share your story, you can share your story and we'll just help each other kind of go through this therapy thing. And it'll be yeah. like a communal, like a communal garden. We'll all be growing <laughs> together in a little communal garden. And then, so we, re- we, we do have a lot of really cool stuff in the works, not just as far as our guests and the stories, which we do also have yeah. that, but we have these other things that we're building because originally when we started the podcast, that was our vision was to build this community and basically just find a way that we can help people that are going through what we went through or having a really hard time coping, just sharing the things that we've learned and just basically being there to yeah. to hold space for them and just to let them know that somebody's there and, and cares about them. And that so we are taking steps in that direction, and that is our goal. And, of course, we do need sponsors still. Yes. We're getting a monthly sponsorship thing set up as well. It's going to have starting at like $5 a month. Mm-hmm. So. It's something everybody can do and there will be bonuses and we'll have bonus material. We haven't ironed out all the kinks yet, but (laughs) we're going to have bonus material behind the scenes. We're going to do the after episode little breakdown thing will be one of the bonus materials. And then we're going to have stuff, different, all kinds of things. Yeah. Little, we don't want to give away all the secrets. <laughs> but, a, a, but a little bit more, I guess, about us, like a little bit more personal stuff yes. with us. Yes, a little, a little bit, bit more. more per- yes, personal. Exactly. So if you're fangirling or fanboying. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we had a few people say that they were fangirling. Okay, at least there's a couple. <laughs> Uh, but but yeah it'll be a time that we can be more not doing the podcast and just chit-chatting and be available to talk and all of just a safe space it's there's a lot of stuff in the works and I think it's going to be very exciting and I think this next year is going to be a big year for butterflies and bravery yes absolutely we're just getting started yeah. And we don't want to keep you too long because this has already been really long. <laughs> yeah. How do we think of all these things to say? <laughs> we could sit here and talk for hours. I, we yeah. could be like, uh, talking and be like, um, this has been six hours. <laughs> I don't think anybody's listening now. 
what everyone's turned off. That they're like, okay, yeah. Sorry, I we, gotta go to bed. Hey, um, hey, we could even do some live yes. type of YouTube shows where people could call in and ask us questions. Yeah, AMAs. Yes, all yeah. kinds of stuff like that. We got <laughs> yeah. So we are working on things. We are progressing. It's been a lot this last year. I did my renovations. Yeah. That was a huge upset. My daughter moved out. That was a big deal. I have been trying to move all the rooms of my house, basically, are moving around. Yeah. It's been a lot. It's been a lot. But I think we're right where we need to be. Yeah. As long as we're together. It doesn't really matter. Yeah. I don't think there'll ever be a point where we have said everything that there is to say. <laughs> I don't think very many people get a chance to have what, what we have. And I think that's amazing. Yeah. So. Special. <laughs> so, yay. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to us yep. and many more. <laughs> and as we always like to say that every butterfly was once a caterpillar. So stay brave. I said that backwards. Stay, stay brave. <laughs> okay. that every butterfly was once a caterpillar. And had, to go, no rules. and had to go through the, the ush yeah. and the gush of the, <laughs> of the chrysalis. Goo in a blanket. So if you're goo in that's, a blanket, keep on going. That's what we should say. Every butterfly was once goo in a blanket. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's so good. Every butterfly was once goo in its own spit. <laughs> Every butterfly was once goo in a cocoon of its own spit. Oh, my God. <laughs> or is it, is it poop? <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> oh, okay, it's late. That's what that's what's We're going funny. on. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. We're tired. <laughs>